The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her, who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord, May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. So we celebrate the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, a solemnity that amongst us Catholics, or are many, among many Catholics, uh, people are yet to understand you know, what this is all about. And for non-Catholics, they think that we just kind of conjure up you know, uh, something just to celebrate about uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary. There are many people today who still believe that uh, we give some undue uh, respect or reverence or worship uh, to the Blessed Virgin Mary, and they just find it difficult to understand why Mary, why Mary, why Mary. And sometimes I have been asked in the past, you know, you, you talk about the Immaculate Conception. Where is it in the Bible, you know, that... There is the Immaculate Conception, or the Blessed Virgin Mary was conceived immaculately. So, so you guys just do things, and you know, contrary to the Scripture, contrary to the Bible, and you know, and I'll just be looking at them like, well, you guys are ignorant. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. But if you look at the readings of today, especially the Gospel reading, you get the answer there. The gospel of today uh, should not be uh, confused because when we talk about the Immaculate Conception, uh, some persons think about the you know, virginal birth of Jesus, which, of course, today's gospel talks about. But talking about the Immaculate Conception, we are saying that the Blessed Virgin Mary was conceived without sin. 
and in the whole course of her life, she herself did not commit any single sin. That is what we are talking about. And you find this in the gospel reading of today, especially from the very greeting of angel Gabriel. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. Coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace. The Lord is with you. This is not just an ordinary statement. Of course, this is English. Now, in the English version, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But if you go into the original text of the Bible, I mean the original language of the Bible, that is the Greek, you come to see that when the angel Gabriel said, Hail, that is Kyrie, full of grace, kekaritomene, meaning that, you know, full of grace, uh, the, the, the tense in which this particular word was conjugated in the Greek gives us the impression of what happened between God and the Blessed Virgin Mary. Now, this full of grace, which is three words in English, is just one word in Greek, was conjugated in the perfect participle passive. Please just bear with me. I'm doing a little bit of grammar here, but I want to bring out something. And the perfect tense in Greek, you know, gives the impression of an action that was taken in the past, the effect of that action still continues in the present. We don't really have something like that in English, because in English we talk about the simple past, past tense, and things like that. I ate, I slept, I was going, and you know, things like that. But in Greek it's somewhat different. So when the angel said, full of grace, in the Greek he is telling us that at some point in time God acted upon the Blessed Virgin Mary. And the result of that action still continued in the present. That is why we talk about the Immaculate Conception. That is why we come to know that, yes, this really is true. It was not just something that the church sat down and said, okay, let us put it out there. No. It was something that God himself did. And he did that so that, you know, the, the, the work of his salvation will come to be. If you go back to the first reading, we talked about Adam and Eve. We read about Adam and Eve, how, you know, they were created, you know, without sin, and at some point in time, they fell into sin. They cooperated together, and sin came into the world. So it is not just the issue of Eve ate, ate the fruit and gave to her husband. No, both of them cooperated. And God, in his wisdom, in order to bring about our salvation, had to bring about the new Adam, and a new Eve. And of course we know the new Adam is, is Jesus Christ. And the new Eve is the Blessed Virgin Mary. Both of them in cooperation bringing about our salvation. And this is just something so beautiful that we talk about the Immaculate Conception. conception. So when we talk about the Blessed Virgin Mary, we are not just talking about anybody. We are talking about someone who has been so privileged to cooperate with God in bringing about our salvation. When she said, I am the handmaid of the Lord, be done to me according to your words. 
That is something significant. So today should be a day of gratitude, a day of thanksgiving. That is why then the psalmist will say, I give thanks to the Lord for the many wonderful things he has done. This is something beautiful. This is something wonderful. That God, you know, had this in mind to bring, to bring about our own salvation. And that is why we should always, 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 you know, have that sense of gratitude towards this beautiful woman. To say thank you, Mama, for cooperating with God in bringing about our salvation. And not just saying thank you with our mouths, but saying thank you with our lives. Our Lady cooperated with God. How am I cooperating with God in bringing about my own salvation, in bringing about the salvation of others? How willing am I to put myself at the disposal of God, that God should use me, use you, to bring about the salvation to others? Yes, we are Catholics, beautiful. We go for Mass, wonderful. We receive Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, in the Holy, in the, in Holy Communion. That is lovely. How many of us have a relationship with her? 